Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, queen, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, a business mentor, a speaker, an author, and I am obsessed with women standing up, showing up, and creating their confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to my sisterhood sneak peek behind the scenes series where I am taking you through our program, the pieces, little pieces, just a little sneak peek of how we do things inside of the sisterhood. This program is amazing. It has been what we've had about over thousand women join this program from 60 countries. We've had this program for almost five years now. Next month will be five years that the sisterhood has been open. It has just been such an incredible experience to do this work with women from all over the world. And what I've learned from this experience is that we are not that different. We are not as different as we think. There are so many women going through the same thing you're going through and moving through the same experiences. And to be honest, when I was a coach, my first year of coaching, I was doing one-on-one clients. And the reason why I launched the sisterhood and the reason why I do not do one-on-one coaching is because of this exact reason. Women think they're the only ones going through this. They come into your office to share their stories about their partners, to share their stories about being single, their sexual abuse, their self-doubt, their past experiences. They're not feeling good enough. And I look at them and I'm, I'm like, wow, if you could only meet four of my other clients who feel exactly the same way as you, you would not feel so alone in your pain. You would feel seen. You would feel validated. You would feel supported. Sometimes when we move through these difficult things, we think we're the only ones going through them. And we know intellectually that other people deal with similar things. But knowing that and actually being across from someone else who's like, oh my gosh, me too. Wow, I totally felt myself when you said that in that story that you shared. Oh my gosh, I agree with you. Hey, I see you. That is so powerful. And so when I launched the sisterhood, the idea was behind it that I wanted women to connect together. I wanted women to share together. I wanted us to sit in community. And you know what? I don't know what part of me thought about this because it was my second year in my coaching business. But some part of me, I feel like my ancestors were pulling it out of me like this is what women have always done. We have always sat in circle. We've always sat in community together to discuss women's business with women, held, seen, guided, supported by women, for women, with women, right? And so the sisterhood launched. And to be honest, I can't even imagine my life without these women and this program. It has just been so incredible to not only witness them, but to be a part of it myself. You know, a lot of people in the program are like, thank you for creating this. We have 4,000 testimonials. I mean, I have too many testimonials. It's an amazing problem to have. And they're like, thank you, Erica and Hamish for creating this. And I'm like, I correct them every time because I alone, one woman cannot create sisterhood. 
It is not created by just one woman. It is created by a community of women who are willing to go deep and be vulnerable and share and connect and let go of their sister wounds because we do have sister wounds, yo. Y'all be y'all be having wounded shit with women. And if you have that, what a better place to fix it up than inside a community with women doing the work. They're women who are doing the work. That is an important caveat because Women just talking shit about how their life sucks and bad things happening and playing victim roles and blaming and shaming and complaining. That's not what we're about. These are about women who are taking responsibility for their work and they're doing the work and they're sharing and they're vulnerably holding and holding space for one another. And there is so much power in that. So I'm excited to share with you this little sneak peek is all about relationships. So my husband and I, host a module inside the sisterhood. We actually do two modules. The first module we decided to do together was the relationships module. That's module five. It is two months of relationships. Oh my goodness. It is huge. We cover everything from values, from being in a partnership, communication, how to deal with confrontation, how to collaborate in partnership, which means your mom, your cousin, your auntie, your roommate, your partner, not just romantic relationship, but relationship. Yeah. We talk about boundaries and the importance of your boundaries. We talk about how to not attract toxicity and and these toxic partners and people into our lives. We talk lots about who you are and who you want to be and how you want to attract. Oh my gosh, we talk about parenting. My husband gives his perspective as a man and how it is for him in a relationship. And those of you that are in relationship with men, how you can understand it better. It is such a huge, it's probably... This one and the next one that we're going to share with you are our biggest modules. So we're just giving you a tiny taster sneak peek of the values section because I really believe that this is super important when you are not only trying to build a relationship, but who's the most important, the relationship with yourself. So I know you're going to love this. Again, if you want to learn more about the sisterhood, if you want to ask questions, if you want to taste it, try it, check it out, please hit us up. There's a link in the show notes that will take you to the page. If you have any questions, there's a button on that page that will say, have questions, hit us up. You can book a call. We can answer all your questions to see if you're a fit. You can also just join. It is open right now. It will be open till mid-January, around right now. We're going to close the doors for Feb. So please make sure that if you're interested that you hit that up and ask all the questions you want to ask. Because let me tell you, nothing changes if you keep doing the same shit. That's what I know. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this little snippet of the relationships. So it's imperative that you understand, and we're going to go more deeper into manifesting and attracting into module six, the next module, which you're going to love. And guess what? Hamish is going to be here for that too. Yay. He's invited. Um, Yeah, we attract. So we are magnets. So you think about, you know, your thoughts are electric and your feeling is magnetic. So you are literally drawing in these people. And when I joke around and say I dated the same guy, different dick, but the same guy. He loves what I said. Anyway, it's true. And you dated the same chick with a weird nose. Um, she was the same chick. <laughs> Both of them had weird noses. But anyway, they were the same person, okay. right? The same guy. Same person, different nose. <laughs> it's not as fun as like... Same guy, different dick. Anyway, that's a lot of fun. So we're like, why do we keep attracting this shit? Why do we keep attracting the narcissist, narc proof and all the things? And it's really by how you are being and what you are putting up with, what you are allowing, what you're putting out there. That's attracting the people. Mm -hmm. One of our mentors used to say is like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. Like how you do one thing is how you do everything. 
So if you are always at the back and you don't raise your hand or you're always shy, every area of your life you're doing this. If you're always defensive and angry in every relationship, you'll find the pattern. You know, so it's really important that you understand that how you're doing one thing is how you're doing everything. So how this is affecting you, I mean, it's an energy exchange when you're in a relationship with anyone. And consider even on the street, when you're walking down the street or driving and someone's pissed you off and you're angry and you're battling at the red light, that's an energy exchange. Mm. It's a fucking ego battle. And you see it all the time. And so I want you to start questioning and asking yourself, take this moment. Why am I, what am I attracting? What kind of relationships have I attracted into my life? That's a good question. Pause this tape and please answer that. Take a little thing, write down, what kind of relationships have I attracted into my life this past year mm. and why? So we want you to understand that how you were raised in your childhood really affects what you put up with and who you attract into your life as a grown up. Mm. So, you know, there's there's deep research that shows that how you get treated in your zero to seven, zero to 10 years uh, and we talked about this in the foundations video, if you want to go deeper into that, but zero to seven, zero to 10 really affects you and your upbringing and how you show up and your current reality and your life, you know, that really affects us. So for example, for me, I was, you know, verbally abused, sexually abused, physically abused. Um, I had a lot of people abandon me because I was in foster care. My mom was in and out of the hospital. So I learned what love was by physical abuse. So somebody yelled at me, somebody hit me. And as fucked up as it sounds, we learn how to be loved and how to be cared for in our childhood. So if you were traumatized, abused, yelled at, chairs thrown at you and screamed at for anything you did, then you learn that that's what love is because your parents love you and they did that because they loved you. So that's what we learn. So then what happens? We go out into the world, ladies, and you look for the bad guy who's a fucking asshole. He's a sexy motherfucker, but he's an asshole. And he treats you like absolute shit. And you almost find it comforting. Mm. So you stay in these fucked up relationships with these asshole people because they're very similar to what you were used to growing up. And it's not conscious, by the way. We're not psychopaths, not some of us. It happens by mistake. It happens totally subconscious. It's like a little program that's like your brain's doing and you're safe. But then you meet an amazing man or a woman that's gentle and sweet and lovely and like textbook perfect fucking Disney princess, Disney prince. And you're like, oh, I'm going to love that. And they come and you're like, oh, they're boring. They're so soft. They're too nice. I want someone to do this. I want the bad boy because you don't even know what it's like for someone to love you, just deeply, deeply love you and accept you for being just who you are. Mm -hmm. That is like cray cray, yeah. but it's the real deal, especially if you're out there and you've had trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and just to, to touch on the trauma, yeah. not all trauma has to be related to sexual abuse. Yes, or, yes, thank or, you. Um, uh, any any type of abuse. I think often when we're talking about trauma, we're obviously thinking there's those worst case scenarios. Yeah. But trauma could be anything where you as a child felt shame. You mm. know? Um, anything where Overweight you thought, or you know, made, fun of. made fun of or your parents left you one day with a babysitter and you might have taken that as your, your mom and dad don't love you anymore. So it doesn't necessarily always have to be the, the bad end of trauma. Sometimes mm. trauma can be quite simple or simple shame that can have these effects on us or alter the way we give and receive love. Mm. And I think too, you talked about it really well about like when you're in your childhood and you're like, 
you don't have the thing. Like in module three, we talked a lot about like when something happens to you and your ego develops, you know, and you get a childhood wound. Yeah. yeah. And then you seek external validation to fill it. For sure. Yeah. Well, they, they, there is, you know, some understandings that when a child is born, they need 100% love from their mother's or that could be the feminine energy, and they need 100% attention from the masculine or from the male. So often that's not the case. I mean, we, we're born yeah. into this world, and it's and it's improbable to think. I mean, our parents are only humans, or the people that raised us are only uh, human beings, so they're not perfect. And so it, it's not possible to get 100% love and attention. But I guess when we're born into those worlds and we don't get what we need, there's a wound is created. So mm. if you only got 50% love from your mom or you only got 50% acknowledgement from your dad, you're going to go out there in the world to try and fill that 50%. You're going to look for that love. Or you're going to look for that acknowledgement through relationships or through your work or through mm. money or through sex or through a bunch of other avenues that are outside yourself in order to feel complete. And relationship is obviously the main one mm. where we go to in order to get complete and, conf- and and filled. And so once you do find that person that fills you to that level, it's kind of like two broken people coming together and creating the one energy, mm. but they've got two minds. And so what we end up having doing is when we come together with someone and feel complete for the first time, we don't acknowledge that that person has their own ideas about what to do and where to go. Yeah. And so do you. And so the only way to keep that energy complete is by each person trying to manipulate the other Mm. in order to stay together. So it ends up being quite crazy because you're literally trying to keep a part of what you think is yourself Mm. in. So if your partner's going out and you want them to stay at home tonight, you're going to manipulate the situation because you don't want to feel alone or unacknowledged or lack of love. So you can see how we're kind of doing this in a very unconscious way. Yes. And we're controlling and manipulating each other through our egos in order to feel complete. Mm. And it's not until we do this work and start to find out how to fill those gaps internally and within that we actually start to have two complete people coming together. And that's a real relationship. Yeah. And really, like, it's so it's so perfect because we talk a lot about like codependencies Mm. and toxic relationships. And I hate that word. I'm like saying toxic because someone's toxic for you. That's like you're being toxic about the toxic person someone's good for you, someone's not good for you. How do you know by how you feel? And if you check in with how you feel, and if you check in with how did you attract that person? And one of the ladies um, in the Melbourne Sisterhood actually talked about it really well. She had a lot of trauma, a lot of childhood sexual abuse trauma. And she said, when we attract things, it's not like you attracted someone to sexually abuse you because you manifested that. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is However, that lesson needed to be had, like I needed to learn what I learned through my sexual abuse, through my mother, through all the bad things that happened to me. I needed those experiences in this lifetime so that I could overcome them, get the lessons, get the gifts and become who I am today. So didn't you. But if you can be open to learning from those experiences, like Hamish said, you will not keep attracting the bad friends or the shit person that you keep dating who doesn't value you. We take you back to the beginning. Those questions that you answered. If you had any answers in there, like, I've been speaking badly about myself. I don't honor what I need. I'm not eating good food. I'm not moving my body. I don't buy myself nice things. You know, I treat myself like shit. 
then you can start to look around your life where you have friends that really also mirror that behavior because you're accepting that. So it starts always with you Mm -hmm. and that if you've attracted toxic friends or, you know, codependent relationships where you feel like you're not whole without that person, Mm -hmm. that is an invitation for you to get in there and do the work. Yeah. Legit. Fuego. Fuego. Hello, my darling. I wanted to let you know that if you are enjoying this episode, getting a behind the scenes of what it's like inside the sisterhood, working with me in our program, you are listening to what the modules are actually like. This is a sneak peek into the hood. You are getting this live if you're enjoying this. And if you've loved listening to my podcast, got any value from this whatsoever, I want you to consider joining us in the sisterhood. The doors are open to this program, and it has never been a better time to work on yourself than now. If you like what you're listening to, if you want to go deeper into the work, and if you want to work with me to change your damn life, I want to invite you to click the link inside the show notes. Head to thequeenofconfidence.com, click on Sisterhood. If you're not sure, if you have questions, read all the things, watch all the videos, listen to these podcasts, but also jump on a call. I'm happy to chat with you. Speak to me or someone on my team. We can answer the questions to see if the sisterhood is a right fit for you. All right, I'll let you keep enjoying this episode. Okay, so we're going to get to the juicy part. The values. This is probably one of our most like favorite exercises that we do all the time. Uh, it's a lot of fun, but because we want you to own your own values first, we're going to get you to work through your values in this module. And then your homework is going to be to repeat this in the other areas of your lives and then to sit with the partnerships that you have. If you're single, all good in the hood. If you are in a relationship with someone, we highly recommend and invite you to sit down together once you do yours. Mm. So we're going to explain what this is because values are so important. And, you know, when when we talk about values, we talk about understanding what's important to you, understanding what you value or what you are about, because you will feel out of alignment, most likely when one of your top five values has been violated or has not been followed through by someone close to you in your life or your workplace. So when you are out of alignment, you will know because one of your values has been sacrificed, when something doesn't feel good, when you feel, uh, I won't say triggered, but, you know, upset about something, it's usually like, you know, your values have been, um, what's the word called? Compromised. 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 You hear all the time, babe. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we usually choose four major areas to do your values. And you've got this in the workbook, but you can also kind of get down on a piece of paper. Um, we have a list, a whole list of a bunch of values. Our invitation is that you don't look at the list first and that you go with your gut. Like when we ask you, what do you value? Like your self values. What are your top five or the top values that come to mind when you think about what you value as a person? Obviously for me, we got communication, authenticity, you know, growth, loyalty, loyalty, contribution. Um, yeah, like the ones for me. Yeah. For me, it's like contribution, authenticity and communication. Like that is me to a T. You can see it because I live my values. Your values are how you're living. And so when you think about the self values, basically what we want you to do is write them all down. Even if you get 20, it doesn't matter. But what comes out of you? Like let yourself kind of write down all the things that you value in self. And then the second part is you want to start to explain what those meanings are. Because what does that value mean? Because what a value might mean for one person might be totally different for somebody else. Yeah. Me and Erica have a great example of that. When we had to do our relationship one, we both came with quality time 
as the, one of our highest values. So when we sat down with each other and I said, to, and she said, well, what does that mean to you? Well, I said, quality time means sitting down, watching a movie together. And she said to me, well, quality time means sitting, looking at each other in the eye, talking about the future. And I'm like, okay. And we fought over this for a little bit because, you know, she goes to me, you're not spending enough quality time with me. And I'm like, man, we watched three movies together. Like <laughs> how much more quality time do you want me to spend with you? Yes. But that wasn't what she was meaning. So it's really important to explain what your meaning of these values are mm. and what they mean to you and what it looks like so that it can be differentiated. So once we, once I understood that for her in our relationship one, I knew that spending more time sitting and talking and having important conversations was what translated to quality time for her and vice versa. Yeah. When she's not on her phone and she's actually watching the movie with me, then I translate that as quality time. Yeah. Hint, hint. Thank you for that. No, but it's true. I know that that's, that's true for you. So what you're going to do, you're going to take self. So values of self, my values of you. And you're going to write down all the words that, you know, you have as values, integrity, honesty, growth, contribution, whatever the words are, right? And then when you write all those words down, we want you to have a look at, at what is your word. If you have honesty and loyalty, mm. They kind of mean the same thing. If they don't, awesome. Yeah. But as long as you know, don't double or triple words up. Like when you choose your values, you want to really pick like the, the five to eight that are like, ugh. And you'll know because the ones you write first are usually the most important. Like you don't do that consciously, but they're usually the most important. So you write down the values, double check that you don't have equal meaning. So integrity and honesty, what's the same? Authenticity and integrity, which one? Yeah. You know, um, growth and education. Is it the same thing, education? If you're in growth, are you educating? So find your word. Yeah. It might be different, So, and that's okay. But we want you to really look at the, the yeah. meanings and the semantics of it and really break down what it means for you. And if there are ones that are similar, merge those together or find the word that encompasses yeah. the, 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 the one word. Yeah, the one word. So you got the one word. So you have a list. You X out the ones that are common and the same. You circle the ones that you love. Now you're going to move on to meaning. As Hamish said, what is contribution mean to you? It means I want to make sure that I leave a legacy on the planet and that I help people. Great. What does communication mean to you? It means that I speak my truth no matter what. Honesty means blah, blah, blah. And you write all the meanings down. Okay. And that's going to take us to part three. We do like a three leveled values. Um, part three, which is your rating. So now you've written your values. Let's say you have five. Now you know what they mean. You got little mini values mantras, right? They're like little mini mantras. And then the third part is you're rating yourself. So yes, you say that communication is your top value, right? And you have the meaning, but what would you rate yourself? How great are you at communicating right now? Out of 10. Out of 10, one to 10. If you are a four, you're going to feel out of alignment and you probably do. And it's like, shit, cool. Don't blame yourself. Don't be like, oh, I'm a four and I should be a 10. All good in the hood. Just be like, you know what? I'm a four. Circle that. That shit needs attention. Anything below as fucking eight is going to fuck with you. Yeah. If it's a four, if it's a two, if you got a five, then you can work on it. But like, if it's below a five, it's really going to mess but with you. But also having said that, if it is an eight, now don't forget, these are your top values. Yeah. These are your number. These are your everything. If you're still an eight or even a nine, you're not living that value to its fullest expression. And you've said that that's your main one. Mm. So there is still work for you to do that. And coming for back sure. to the semantics and the words that we were saying, if you have an issue with self-worth and worth being worthy, values being something of value, you can see where they correlate. 
your lack of self-worth is because you're not a 100% 10 out of 10 in all the things that are valuable to you, Mm. hence your lack of self-worth. So increase your value, increase the number of your ratings on the values that you've said are highly, highly important to you. Yes, that was really good. Thank you. Damn. Okay, I'm like, oh, we. Um, Also, a funny story, Hamish and I were in a cult. Anyway, we won't, we won't name any names on the cults because we'll get sued. But what we can tell you is that in the cult, the cult leader, we didn't know it was a cult, by the way. Um, the cult leader was really highly valued money. Money, power, ego, status, money, jets, fucking cigars, suits. It was a dude, right? Valued that whole like boats and, and uh, Dubai living and all that shit, right? And like... We didn't value that. We thought we did, though, because we were in this cult. So everybody in it started talking about flying privately and like, you know, suit jackets and being a CEO and like, you know, um, (laughs) having cigars and and just weird shit that like not everybody wanted. Mm. And you could tell because your values are what you live like. If you have money as a number one value, we can tell. You can tell the people that have money as a number one value or significance. They want to look cool. They got ego shit, power trip. <clears throat> Donald Trump, once again, yes, he made two modules. Sorry, but he did. You know, this man is like, that is the expression of that. Does that make sense? So you will know if you are hanging out with friends that have different values. And as you grow and in Australia, you know, a statistic that is true is the number five reason that couples divorce in Australia is a change of values. Mm. So that means I started working on myself and maybe Hamish didn't or vice versa. And we move away. We believe different things. We don't value the same things. So we move away from each other in the relationship. And that's how we get a divorce. And so I really want you to understand that like you understanding what your values are. It's a, it's an exercise. It's a meditation in itself and it changes. Mm. You know, we sat down when we did this, we did our own values with the mentor that we were seeing. Both of us were seeing this coach on our own and together. So I did my values in self. We also did values in relationship. We also do values in work, career, or business. And the fourth one is in family. Mm. These are the four key areas that we're going to have you do. So it's self relationship, work, career, business, and family. Mm. So I did my own, he did his own. Then we came together because we'd be having meetings all the time and we call them Hamerica meetings, like Ham Erica meetings, Hamish and Erica. Trademark that. Yep, dot .au, dot .nz. Anyway, so we would have these meetings <laughs> and we like almost punched each other. I was pregnant and we were outside of a Jello bar, shout out to Ligon Street. And yeah. we were, I was crying. He started crying. I got up. He got up. People next door were like, these fucking people are crazy. We fought for two hours. We did our values. It was pretty hectic. It was the hardest, but the best thing that we ever did. Yeah. That we ever did. It brought us together Mm. by the end of it. (laughs) Watching it, you probably think these two are going to get a divorce. But at the end of it, we actually came together really, really well. Thank you so much for listening. I freaking love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your ears and your energy and your attention. Thank you for letting me into your world. And thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this podcast. There are so many podcasts you can listen to. And I deeply, deeply, for real, for real, appreciate you listening to mine. Do me one big favor. One big thing. Please share this episode or this podcast with a woman who you know needs to hear this. This is my mission on planet Earth to serve as many women as possible so that we could show up, stand up, speak up, and create the confidence in the life that we desire. 
I appreciate you, my love. I will see you on the next episode. 